0: I'm going to uh, introduce uh, Victor Cheranovsky uh, from Ukraine here in just a moment. I'd like to also recognize my, my youngest baby son is here tonight, also John. So so, but anyhow, I, I met Victor um, probably, probably about three, or four years ago, or something like that, and we became acquainted. So I wanted to tell you a little bit about him. I'm sure that you're going to be uh, here's some unique things uh, that he's going to tell you about his country of Ukraine. But also, I'd like to tell you that last week, he became a United States citizen also. Isn't that wonderful? is So now he's a citizen in two countries, actually three. But heaven two, you know. Anyhow, uh, Victor um, is uh, married. His wife's name is Natalie. He has four uh, children and son. His son's name is Victor, too. And he's back here tonight, and we're glad he's here. But uh, he's uh, he was a graduate from, I'll probably have a difficult time with some of these names. I don't know whether they call it Kiev, Kieva, or Kiev. But he's a graduate from a university that also... And uh, he has a publication, it's a a world, uh, it's actually called Christian World Newspaper that is published throughout the Ukraine, and uh, also trying to get it to the people in Russia, and another country that surrounds them there. So he's very unique in what he does uh, in the Christian churches there. He's going to tell you about his life, I'm sure, you're going to hear some Wonderful thing is about him. I think that's what he's going to do. So, vicar, we want you to come. We're glad you're here tonight. And uh, why you're coming? Come on up, uh, and why he's coming? I I don't want to I don't want to steal his thunder, but I know he's probably going to tell you about this. But when I first met him, he told me that um, he will probably mentioned this. That when I grew up in the uh, 60s and 70s and 80s, we saw pictures. Can y'all remember? We used to see films uh, that were made where people would jump over the, uh, the walls in, in, in East Berlin trying to get over to the West, and, and then they showed about people gathering in the woods to worship the Lord, and like 12 or 15 of them, and the KGB would come in with the, and uh, take their Bibles and arrest them. Well, here's one of the guys that was in that not the KGB but uh, he was there worshiping the Lord and he's going to tell you about that when he came and, and took their Bibles from them and they paid a dear price for the gospel and we're glad you're here tonight we want you to take your time and... thank you so much
1: thank you This is a privilege for me to be here tonight. Thank you so much for having me. And before I start to speak, I want to apologize for my language, broken English. But I hope you stay with me. If you start losing me just let me know. So everybody knows I absolutely sure that everybody knows. Jesus paid for us very very high price. Yes, and the Bible says that we bought with a price. Jesus paid very, really very high price. I would say highest price in the world. He was not just killed on the cross or somewhere. You know like somebody Somebody faced sudden, sudden dance, this, and feel nothing. Jesus was tortured. Real, real, real bad. And his father, God's father, put... All sins, all human sins on Jesus. So, he failed this bandage. And he was struggling under this bandage. Real, real bad. I believe, I truly believe, he was suffering as more than anyone else on the earth. Under human sins. All human sins was put in Jesus. He carried our sins and he delivered us from our sins. He paid price for sins. And you know what? (coughs) When we come to Jesus, when we accept him as Our Saviour as our Lord. He also expects that we pay a price. He really wants us to, the Bible says, be faithful. Even to point of death. So, every day, every day, we have to pay our price. Might be not so big, but Jesus paid. Might be little, but we have to do this. We have to pay. We have to pay. Not everybody has a privilege to face death on a cross. I say the privilege because I truly believe that on heaven, people who face death on a cross will have a privilege. Do you believe? Are you following me? Thank you. Thank you. But from other side, I really appreciate that <coughs> I live in a country where I, can be, where I can be free and freely worship God. This is privilege. You know, when I... Every day, almost every day... And I live here, and I look around, and I see a people. I had a real tough time in my childhood. It was so Soviet Union. And I think I think people in America, this is the best country in the world. You have all best goods in the world. And people in America has to be have to be appreciated Every day, every day has to be appreciated and praise God for this. I say even not only every day, every hour. It'd be better. It'd be better. To praise God, to be appreciated for everything that we have, for freedom, for beautiful life. We just need to remember this. We just need to see this, see all these goods. For example, <clears throat> I was born in a country where a lot of people were really were really honored to face a death on a cross. Million best people, best people were killed in first part of last century in Siberian concentration camp. And Christians also, very a lot of Christians, million Christians people, best people were killed because they were Christians. And my mother became a Christian when I was four years old. It was middle of 60. By that time, it was, it was not very tough time like 50s, 30s, but it still was very difficult time it was illegal to have a meeting, church meeting. And when it was warm, warm weather, like spring, summer, fall, leaves, we have church meeting in the forest. You know, everybody sit down on a a glade, on the ground, Listen sermon our Pastor Prinic. When it's rain, everybody just staying. Everybody has a raincoat. Stay under tree. Also listening or singing. It was like 15-20 people out of 1 million population city not a lot of people was ready were ready to pay a price to pay a price for Jesus but it was really people was really dedicated to God And sometimes, I remember particularly one time, one time particularly, police gather, suddenly start questioning people, start searching staff, arrest men, took a man. It was two men by that time. Confiscate Bible. I believe by that time just one man had a Bible. Just one man had a Bible. When my mother became a Christian... He was struggling more than three years to find Bible or New Testament. It was impossible. Even on black market, like flea market, it was almost illegal. And Usually man, a preacher in a church, by that time, everybody went to the prison. It was like 25 years if you are Christian, if you are preaching, if you are joining a church, 25 years in a prison. It was price that people paid. It was a price. And you know, I remember the day, I still remember the day. My mother already passed away. It was years, years ago, I, I was I was child, small child, like by the time, maybe like seven or eight years or nine, when she got a very old, very small book of New Testament printed before evolution some pages were missing because it was very old but she was so happy she was so happy to have it I still remember this it was a real real something for her for people because I remember people they just See, they, they did not have it. They just in a prison if somebody remembers some verses he write it down and pass to other people. It was something something real special.
0: Real real
1: special. Real real precious. It was a prize. and I know a lot of people prayed a lot of people prayed for freedom a lot of people prayed for ability to read the Bible free to preach free to have a church meeting free and million tides never see it fulfilled. They pray, they believe but they never see it. They die. But if we pray and ask something God He He always remembers he always commanded. Sometimes time he cannot say, God, I want it's just right now. Give it just me right now. God give everything in his time. You know. Right now. No more Soviet Union. No more Soviet Union. Nobody believes that it happened. I live in this country. Everything was under control. Everything was just shut down. No, no, not a lot of people have ability to go to other countries. And people from other countries cannot come in. Not a lot of people were allowed. It was that we called Iron Curtain. It was real tough. A real tough time. I believe when I joined church as a member when I was eighteen, it was late seventies. By that time we already had a permission to have a church and we have a church in private house. We could not allow it to have a building just somebody's private house with, we had a church and we have might be 40 sort of people, we have a choir like 10-15 people choir and I print a, I print text or song on a photo. Photo paper. I make a photo. And distribute for everyone. Multiply. For every member of choir. It was just one way to do this. We didn't have a series, copy machine. And it was not real legal, but I did it. I did it. Sometimes I remember one day police come to me and they just took me to home, come to our home, and they just took me. They ask, "Are oh, you doing photo and something like that?" But, but by that time we already have not so tough time, and it was okay. I, I was not prison. But, as I said right now, we, no Soviet Union anymore. And you know, the time when it was down, we have, a con- we have uh, some kind of, we have, we got not just a freedom in a country, we got sh- some kind of chaos. Soviet Union down, no ide- ideology, emptiness emptiness in people's heart and by that time I already graduated from university my background journalism and I know I knew how powerful was and is printed work for people. Even even right now. We all depend from everything that we see that we read. We sometimes we even almost every time we even do not pay attention, but we are very dependent on this. And we must be very, very careful what we watch, what we read, what we hear. Because we depend on this. It's come inside of us. You must be very, very careful with this. By that time I knew that the best way to fulfill this emptiness that people felt, no ideology, communist ideology anymore. People was disorientated. What to do? What to believe? No more communist party. It was just some kind of mirage, some kind of... It was nothing. It was foolishment. What they believed. Foolishment. A lot of people, million people were depressed. They believe in foolishment. But best way to replace it is word of God. And we had opportunity to move to United States in 1993. I, we incorporate ministry in 1994. And after a while, we moved back and we start printing a countrywide Christian newspaper named Christian World. It was really, really unique unique ministry. And it was real, it was and is, real great opportunity to reach people. To feed people with the word of God. People were prepared to, during communist time, people were prepared to believe in newspapers Ever since that newspaper says, people believe this is absolutely true. And we had even newspaper, the name of Truth, name of the newspaper Truth, and people really truly believe. And we start, we start distribute in same way as a communist party distributes their ideology. People start accepting. People start accepted. We used the same distribution system. This is very unique, also unique distribution system in former Soviet Union country. You know, everybody who wants to subscribe newspaper, he goes to post office. Every post office has a catalogue. All newspaper and magazine. The distributed through post office. So, everybody who wants to subscribe newspaper, he just subscribe it, fill out forms, subscribe it, pay for this, and receive it by mail. So, in every place where mail goes, newspaper goes. In most places where no church, even Orthodox church, newspaper goes. If somebody wants to know about God, but do not attend to church, you can just subscribe newspaper and you read it. We have so many people, you know, just, they join church after they start subscribing newspaper. Are you following me? Are you understanding? We also, we also, this newspaper, we also bring build bridges between different Christian churches and denominations. A lot of Christian churches were involved in this work. Some churches donate articles, some churches help with the distribution. And we had even action, we call it Christian world to every home. In, in Ukraine, uh, in Russian, in Russian, in Russian language, word, word means also as a word and also as a peace. So when we say Christian world, in Russian it all it also has a meaning Christian peace. And we have an action like Christian peace or world to every home. So with the churches, church with churches held in different areas, in different region of Ukraine, we print thousands or thousand extra copy, dozens thousand thousands of extra copy give it to the churches. In churches go to... members of the churches, they go to... from home to home, give people to newspaper, and invite them to the church. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. It was amazing, amazing work. And it is a really amazing ministry. And in spite of time change, we do not. Ha- we have a freedom in Ukraine, in Russia. We have a even more freedom than you have in freedom in America. And I believe in next Sunday it be it be a, it is it be a very good sermon because people in America, you know. I'm American already, I'm already American too. We have to be very, very careful in what direction we go. Because we could lose it. We could lose our freedom. We must be very, very careful. And in spite of time of change, in country like Russia, Ukraine, it's still great needs. Very great needs. Because everything that inherits this country, it comes from Soviet Union, from wicked ideology. And people still under some kind of influence, and people still struggling. And we st- right now, we have war in Ukraine. I do not know if we have a video. Can you? Can we watch a video, please?
2: country that everybody talks about. Ukraine is a little known country that recently became the hottest topic of discussion in the news. And the reason for that is not a success or achievement. But sadly, it's totally the opposite. The country is the help in its drought, in and pain. After different revolutions, president overthrow the erection of Ukraine, economically and spiritually, was found out. the country with an excellent geographical location the best fertile soil in the world, so that German soldiers exploited Ukrainian soil to Germany as a strategic resource during World War II, could feed the half of the world and be an example for all developing countries. Instead, she miserably walks the world and survives at the expense of support of IMF and other countries. There are plenty of reasons for that. Partly that's because of bureaucratic larceny and total corruption at the old levels of the government. That brings corrupted justice, the one who has more money and power always right and not guilty. Extortion of businesses, constant struggle of oligarchic structures for sphere of influence. That struggle always takes place under the banner of the struggle for democracy. But with each government, corruption only increasing. It makes country weak economically and makes it incapable of resisting an internal enemy. This led to the fact that in 2014 Russian troops invaded the Crimea Peninsula. They also planned to seize several areas in the east and south of Ukraine, where the industry of the country is concentrated. But not everything was the way they planned. They were able to hold on only two areas, creating a big military economy. Almost five years in the use of the Ukraine is going a war which destroyed already a weak continent of the country, over 10,000 war-dead civilians and over 2 million refugees coming from the combat area, and helping those people are now concentrated almost all Christian churches in the country and the prayer for the future of this country. During the period of independence, the population of the country has decreased approximately from 52 million down to 46 people who doesn't see future prospects and staying in the country living immediately everything that happened today with ukraine should not happen it wasn't destined by god but it is the work of the enemy of our souls his purpose is to steal kill and destroy god's purpose is to give an abundant life. Ukraine is haunted by the curse of the Soviet Union, the total corruption. The Russian aggression is caused by Ukrainian intentions to enter the European Union. Russian President Putin does not want to let Ukraine go, as he would like to restore the USSR. fair, did not want to let people of Israel grow out of slavery. Today, Ukraine becomes the hardest topic of discussion in the world. Ukraine is a painful wound on the body of the planet. Her groan is heard all over the world. Ukraine needs healing. He sent his will and healed that literally down from the area destruction.
1: So Ukraine needs healing and I believe this is true right today for every country. every country needs healing America needs healing too but <coughs> it just happens that I'm here right now and I'm talking for Ukraine. so we're still ministering for this country and this is country real in trouble right now and I just, invite you i just want you to be part of this ministry i want you to remember this country i want you to praise this country and just just believe that god will change the situation and thank you thank you for having me today